man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. No, none taken. That is right, none taken. Uh, this is the movie moron, and I am the movie moron. This is the Movie Moron <laughs> Podcast, and I am the Movie Moron, uh, and also your host, Easton. Break out the L word. Lesbian? Um, <laughs> and we are, uh, before I introduced our uh, part-time co-host and uh, Tristan all-time guest, we were doing Bottoms. We switched it up. We're not doing Equalizer 3. Um, bottoms hit our theaters, and I've been excited for this one. And Brandon also said he was excited for it, so Very I asked much. if he wanted to uh, come in and review it. So that's the episode we're doing. If you don't know anything about the movie, it is a, um, if you don't want to know anything about it and you want to just go in blind, you can do what Tristan did and go in blind. Um, but You'll have I will, quite the experience if you, you will. be totally blind. And she did. Um, so, but if you want to know just a kind of bit what it is, it is just a um, comedy, almost spoof movie um, about uh, Fight Club, but in high school uh, is the rough um, estimate of the movie, uh, it is. I I have been trying to pull up um, the internet on my computer and it just won't happen. I don't know why. Um, but thinking of the the main writer and um, uh, lead actress, yes. Um, I can't think of her name. Uh, Emma Seligman is okay. the writer director, and then Rachel Sennett, I that's, think that's is, who I was going you, for. Is how you say it. Um, yeah, co-writer and and star. They are a dynamic duo. <laughs> Yes, so that is who, um, yeah, Rachel Sennett is who, or Sennott, um, was who I meant to uh, say. If you know anything about her, she uh, this movie is kind of her uh, bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Like, she she made it happen. So, okay, um, with us uh, is our um, part-time co-host, Brandon. The other L word. Lesbians. <laughs> and uh, Tristan, our all-time guest. Because I'm in lesbians with you. Um, <laughs> okay. If you don't know anything about the movie, that it all makes sense. Yes. <laughs> There's. Um, or if you're a fan of Scott Pilgrim. Or if you're a fan of Scott Pilgrim. Say, yeah. Appreciate. Yeah. I didn't really know any, uh, there weren't any drops that really made sense. And I was like, one of my favorite quotes of all time, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in lesbians with you, works perfectly. Um Okay, so let's let's get right into uh, spoiler-free talk. Um, I think we're gonna have some wildly different opinions here, so this will be a lot of fun. Okay. Um, yeah, because I chatted with Tristan a little bit, so <laughs> I got some sneak peek, um, sneak peek opinions from her. So, Brandon, what did what do you think about Bottoms? I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I uh, I was a big fan of Emma Seligman's last movie with Rachel. Uh, uh, Shiva Baby Shiva Baby okay so so good and uh, a very totally very different from Bottoms Bottoms is definitely way more heightened than than Shiva Baby was but uh, I I was almost never not laughing during Mm. this movie I thought it was absolutely hilarious it was crass and nasty and everything I wanted it to be it was so (laughs) funny um the the cast across the board is fantastic. I loved absolutely everybody in the movie. Um, I think I, I'm not going to try and pronounce her her last name, but uh, uh, Io 
Edibiri. I guess I am going to pronounce her last name. Uh, Edibiri looks right. Yeah. yeah, she's from she's from the Bear. Um, she's one of the the co leads with uh, Rachel uh, Sennett in this movie. She was one of my favorites, and um, I can't think of the actor's name, but she plays Hazel. The uh, mm-hmm. I liked the, her a lot. Yes, she was very very good. Um, Marshawn Lynch was <laughs> fantastic. So funny in this. He is he has such natural charisma and there's uh there are outtakes that play during the credits where he's improving mm-hmm. and he's really funny. Yeah. Really, really funny. Um but that, overall overall like non spoilery thoughts, I uh I loved it. I had an absolute blast. Uh don't take don't take mom and dad or grandma yeah. and grandpa. But uh unless you have really cool parents. Yes, unless you have very liberal parents and, and grandparents. There was actually uh I was I was gonna mention this. There was a couple that was uh that was sitting in front of us during the movie. Um or I guess it, it wasn't a I d I don't know if they were a couple, but they were it was two people sitting in front of my wife and I while we were seeing it. And uh there's a trailer that plays for Dick's the musical b- before <laughs> yeah. the movie. Yeah. And during, I kind of knew what I was getting into with Bottoms. So uh, during that trailer, I hear one of them, I'm not sure who, but I hear one of them go, ugh. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. <"Mm-mm." laughs> this isn't going to be good. And then 10 minutes into the movie, they both get up and leave. Oh <laughs> they, like, my word. They gave up so early. And then uh, my wife and I flashed each other a look and we were like, that's weak. <laughs> so weak. <laughs> I, I mean, if you're just somebody that like, if you are like an old movie person that does does just go to the theater and is like, sure. what's what's going on? Like, what's yeah. playing right now? Like, sure, like yeah, yeah. Watch that, that that used to be how people went to the movie sure, theater. Totally. So they would just be like, okay, it's Saturday at seven o'clock. We're just gonna go and whatever's playing that is available and seems interesting, we'll just go watch it. Yeah. And if you walked into Bottoms with that mindset. <laughs> I could definitely see a. Uh, yeah. I could definitely see a walkout. We did not put have a, a walkout. But. Put a little more thought into your Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. It would be would be my advice. Be sure that you know what you're getting into at least. Yeah. 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 We did have somebody make a comment about the Dick's musical, but they didn't uh, leave. Okay. In the movie. They, they just. What did they say? I don't remember exactly, but it was definitely like a like that's weird. Like, like a disapproving. Yeah. Like thing. that's yeah, odd. Yeah. Like that yeah. was a very odd trailer. Yeah. But, and I agree. Sure. But. I mean, <laughs> if you could say one thing about the trailer, it is odd. Yeah. Like, I also don't like musicals. So that's gotcha. just a complete. Yeah. Gotcha. Not, gotcha. Gotcha. And that's yeah. way over the top. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, Tristan, what were your general thoughts of <laughs> Bottoms? And she did go in blind. I did not tell I her anything did. about this movie, um, which is the second time I've done this. The first time she went in blind was for Jojo Rabbit. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Another interesting choice, which is for very different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about we, we've done a Jojo Rabbit episode. So we talked about that experience. Yeah. We've done it ever so often because it was very <laughs> funny. Yeah. But I I. I caught on sooner with Bottoms than I did Jojo Rabbit for sure. That it's a comedy. Yeah, that it's that it's a comedy. It's like it's supposed to be this way. Like yeah, because she walked into Jojo Rabbit and there was just Hitler and yeah. Hal Hitler. Yeah, and I was like, and she yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. a serious movie. Is, and so are she's you like, allowed <laughs> to do this? Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but you caught on sooner with bottoms that this. I was did. <laughs> I did catch on um, All, yeah. sooner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can definitely appreciate the movie, and I understand how it could be funny. It's just not my humor. Or what exactly did I say? Do you remember? Um, I think you just kind of said it's not really your your sense of humor. Um, yeah. Like everybody kind of has like you could see how people might find it 
funny. Yeah. But it's just not really your your type of um, extra type of humor. Yeah. Like, you're more dry with your comedy yeah, with Napoleon Dynamite. That's true. And, <laughs> that's very true. Um, and Nacho Libre and something where this is like um, very over the top, stupid, bombastic type of yeah. set comedic sure. scenes. And that's just doesn't really seem to be your yeah. style. Yes. Yes, but you laughed every once style. in a while. Yeah. And it's and it's also a bombardment of of that comedy style. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it doesn't let wall, up wall to wall jokes. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't let up. And so every once in a while I you would laugh. But yeah. like it was just getting like it's beat over I, the head with that yeah. style. It's not that I didn't think it was funny because like you said, I did laugh. I did I did have a good time. I just, as I told Ethan, probably just won't ever watch it again. Fair again, enough. not because it was bad, because it wasn't. It's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Um, but no, there was definitely um, some really funny parts and interesting. And it it definitely, like, get, grabs your attention. Like, you there wasn't a time that I was like this is dragging on or like this is annoying it was it moved quickly I thought there was one character that I couldn't stand um curious who that is yeah I really was like this person sucks but anyway that put it that put a damper on it but it was fine in the end so everything's okay so there's my thoughts yeah. Okay. Okay. Right on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh was initially very excited for the movie when I saw the initial trailer. Um, and then I started seeing some stuff come out about it, and then the early releases, and I people were like really overhyping it, and so then okay. my, I think my my expectations kind of dampered. So I don't know why sometimes I do that, but I did, and I was like, okay, so I really don't know, like. People may just be overrating this, and it's gonna just be fine. Um, gotcha. Because I also I I do feel like people have just been overrating movies recently. So okay. Um, because I think it's opened up at like a four point two one letter box, and so I was just like, that's really high for what this looks like. It's going sure. to be. Um, but uh, I think this is probably the second best spoof movie ever. Wow. I think is my. Uh, I think it's right up there with not another teen movie. It knows. Okay, deep pull. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It plays this middle ground between like a legit spoof and uh -huh. a comedy. Uh -huh. um, if you don't know what a spoof movie it is, it's like Meet the Spartans or um, Scary Movie. I think of like Airplane. One, airplane. Or, uh, um, Top Secret, like the Zucker Brothers stuff, like yeah. the early Scary Movie. And yes. Naked Gun. All of yeah. those are spoof movies. It's supposed to be an over-exaggeration of a previous movie. They're taking a movie, they're taking a trope, and they just um, make a goof out of it. And this teeters that line, but it's still like it kind of teeters that spoof to... Uh, legit comedy like uh, Napoleon Dynamite or um, uh, Hot Rod and, you know, School of Rock and stuff like that. Sure. So it kind of is like a mixture of those two, um, which I also think not another teen movie is more of a spoof than this one is. But anyways, I, I feel yeah. like this is probably the second bit. I think those two were like on a tier of their own out of all the spoof movies I've seen, which I've seen too many of them. Um, so, yeah, that's. The initial okay. thing, um, because I did find a lot of it to be really funny, and every time it, 
there's a lot of stuff that's a lot. Like it's very over the top. Sure. Um, and it's delivery, uh, and just how absolutely ridiculous it is. I um, think that's the biggest problem. If you can't deal with just unrealistic, stupid mm-hmm. shit, then like you're gonna get a little annoyed. Sure. Um, which maybe that's what you didn't like about it. I'm not sure. You know what it it, it reminded me. I'm sorry, I cut you no, off. No, but it, it reminded me of um. Two specific John Hughes movies. It reminded me of Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Sixteen Candles, which I think that people often forget. Those movies really toe the line between being really sincere and straightforward and being just insane and absurd. Like, um, like I, I mean, I think the the vast majority of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, while it is very sincere, is also really winking at the audience at a lot of uh, there's uh, there's a lot of really obvious sight gags uh, and yeah. montages that are that are silly and, and uh, ridiculous. And I this movie reminded me a lot of that, but it's just from a perspective that we've not seen yeah. before or that. I don't know if it if this perspective was even part of the conversation prior to now. Um but uh, yeah, it reminded me of those, and then it also reminded me just a smidge of um, of uh, the Adam McKay uh, comedies, like uh, Anchorman, and uh, where there's uh, there's escalation, but it's never like gradual. It's like at a moment's notice, we could be yeah, we could be just like the comedy could just be people in a room saying silly things, and the next thing you know, someone's dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. that that kind of hard juxtaposition that. Yeah. Uh, the movie I, reminded me of a lot. Yeah, I I like the pull of Anchorman much more than the other. I don't see Sixteen Candles at all. Really? This, no. I, so, I I think maybe just the like new found like trying to find love kind of aspect of maybe sure. Sixteen Candles, but the comedy I don't. But see. I'm I'm thinking of Sixteen Candles. We've got uh, a, a tribunal of teenage boys in a bathroom that are. Uh, like uh ooing and awing at a pair of underwear that's being held over someone's head and <laughs> you've got like cars getting stolen and like bewildering stereotypes and like all kinds of real crazy stuff but like similar to this movie similar to the stuff with um Josie and uh Isabel I think was her her love yeah. interest name similar to like the downbeats that we get with them you get really similar downbeats in 16 candles with um a hunky 80s boy I don't I don't remember <laughs> his name and uh the, and you don't remember the guy's name that they said 75 times I have no idea what Jeff his name is. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm talking about 16 Candles. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking I don't about this movie. No, 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 no. I'm like, they say no. his name. Oh, like I, remember, I remember times. Jeff's name. I remember Jeff's okay. name, definitely. But no. um, I, I haven't seen 16 yeah. Candles since college. Gotcha. So gotcha, gotcha. Uh, maybe I'm missing some of that stuff, but what I took from that movie was not uh, this uh, absurd yeah. level I gotcha, of I gotcha. comedy. But I do feel it with Failure's, uh, Failure's Spears Day yeah. Off and Anchorman for sure. Uh-huh. I like that. Uh, he, he does very much with his comedy just on a like the most wild thing is going to happen and they just yeah. like they'll co- they'll like make a comment about it yeah but like not it has no stakes like yeah. there's not a single cop in bottoms yeah you know what i mean like, yes. <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't really like those movies I don't oh. like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and I don't really like Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah, oh. don't like Talladega I think, Nights. I think you're on to something of like that. Just, I love Nacho Libre and Napoleon Dynamite. Well, I think those, I like Nacho Libre is also absurd, but in a different sure. way. But it's a different different yes. way. It's more like they're more awkward, funny 
than like over the top funny. Yeah. I think I, I, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. more like less talking, more weird situations. Yeah, yeah. Than creating these you find comedy scenarios. in the awkwardness. Yeah. Like a dry a dry line delivery and then a fart and like a yeah. prat fall and like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotcha. That's my jam. I wouldn't say all fart jokes, but <laughs> a few in there can be funny. Yeah. Okay. I love a good fart joke. It's if it's done well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. That was my favorite. <laughs> there was, brief aside, there was apparently, uh, so Nacho Libre was made by Nickelodeon movies, mm-hmm. and they uh, didn't get the initial edit huh. of the movie. They like they didn't get the first cut. So they said uh, the one note that Jared Hess ever got from Nickelodeon was they said, add more farts. And <laughs> so periodically throughout Nacho Libre, they added in fart sounds where there was not That's originally hilarious. supposed to be a fart. So next, I, I haven't seen the movie since I heard that, but I'm, I'm curious. Now to I want to watch it. Yeah. That <laughs> definitely makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, um, I, uh, I thought, um, I haven't seen Sh- uh, Shiva Baby, um. Um, so I don't know her from that, but I think Rachel plays a similar character that she plays in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. She just has sure. this very typecasty kind of, so far, in the two movies I've seen, yeah, yeah. it's not a very wide range. Um, but I've liked her in both, um, but she does kind of have this same vibe to her, um, but I think it's a good character. So I liked I, yeah. her a lot in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. You loved her in Bodies, yeah. Bodies, Bodies. I think she's great. Um, I think... I. I I don't mind her in this typecast role because she just she just knows how to play it so well. Um, be, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure she's the writer for her own character. And yeah, she, she was a co-writer on the movie. Yeah, so and, um, I imagine so. And I think she just kind of knows her humor so well that, like, it just works. And there's no reason for her to really try to um, do too much because she can just be, like, she can just yeah. authentically be that character. Mm-hmm. caricature of basically herself i think yeah and that's why it works very well um but i do think the ensemble cast was was extremely well done um marshawn lynch is uh the second i i, I don't know if i remember that he was in it but the second i saw him uh-huh. i was like this is perfect and yeah. he was hilarious the one thing i wish they would have added was just a ginormous bowl of skittles on his um Oh, yeah, desk. Yeah, gotcha. uh, if you know anything about him, um, he's an ex NFL player and one of the best running backs of all time. I don't know if he's like number one, but people will put him in their top 10, top 20. And he's just a character. He's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. He was always a lot of fun on the side, uh, the sidelines, always a lot of fun in the, the press conference. And um, he just loves Skittles. For some reason, he's in love with Skittles. He can't okay. stop talking about Skittles. He eats Skittles on the sidelines. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, like his persona was just Skittles, so I think it would have been a really cool. Right on. He had a bowl of candy, so I'm like, you could have just easily had this a ginormous bowl of Skittles sure. and had him just throwing them, and people that know it uh-huh. yeah. would have caught the joke. Um, I'm pretty sure you laughed as soon as you saw him. Oh, I, yeah. And then you were like, do you even know who that is? <laughs> it was whispering, so I was like, do you even know who that is? Yeah, there was somebody else I think I asked you if you knew who it was, um, but I can't remember. I don't know. Um. But aside from those two characters, I do think that Ao did, or yeah, that's her name, mm-hmm. um, did a fantastic job as the more grounded, um, like serious emotional character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That the movie, about Josie? yeah, okay, that, yeah. Uh, that was kind of needed to keep the movie kind of along. Um, uh, be, I think we get there with PJ. 
Yeah. Yeah. Rachel Cena's yeah. character. I, uh, I don't know. It's PJ. I think we, PJ. Yeah. I think we, I think we get there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought she did, uh, she did a really, um, really good job. I mean, they were just a great, a great pairing. Um, and if you don't know, she's also, uh, I almost said Ariel. Um, um, I can't think of the name. Oh, now. And Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles. Uh, yeah, yeah. April. 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 I, did. oh. I didn't have to look that up. I, I, I figured it out right before I saw it. But it's, yeah, she's April in the new nice. uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cool. movie. Yeah. Uh, which if you haven't Good seen that, her. go see that. Um, it's also fantastic on the bear. If you're not watching the bear, please watch the bear. It's so good. <laughs> I'm so bad with TV shows. Yeah, I, I just want to watch right. movies. So then sure. I, I, like, we start TV shows and I'm like, anything that's more than a 22 minute episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, He's oh, out. if we have an hour to watch an episode, they're then, half hour episodes. Okay. Yeah. Then that might so be a little go. easier. Yeah. Give it a try. It's so um, good. And she's very good in it. Yeah. Anything that has like an hour episode, I'm like, if I have enough to watch an hour episode, I have enough to watch an hour and a half movie. Sure. So I'm just going to do that. Sure. <laughs> um, okay. But yes, this was, I did have a lot of fun. I laughed quite, I laughed. Yeah. Pretty regularly throughout yeah. the movie. Um, not as much as the couple next to us oh, that they were dying. Were <laughs> loving it. Yeah. Um, they did uh, make a couple audible comments. Several. Yeah. Throughout the movie. <laughs> there was one that was funny, but it also, like, they were, like, saying, why didn't they just do that? I hate that so much. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not, like, you're completely missing the point of what this movie is. Yeah. Can we you, say, P PSA, movie theater is church. You 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 know what I mean? Yeah. You, like, you don't talk. You know when you're supposed to audibly react and when yeah. you're not supposed to. And, oh, Demi's struggling over here. Yeah. But he you can't decide yeah, who he wants to be. Movie with. theater, movie theater is church. You <laughs> shut your mouth and watch the movie. Yeah. Yep. And then you can laugh. Yes. When uh, it's appropriate. You can, you can cry. When it is appropriate. You can laugh and you can cry. Definitely. You can like in a, if you want. Just, <laughs> just like in a service, you know when the, the pastor's making a joke. You're, sure, you can, sure. He wants you to <laughs> yeah. laugh. Yeah, yeah. You can laugh at the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, zip it. Yeah. They nobody made that comment. Nobody wants to hear it. And Easton laughed at the comment that they made. It was. said, don't encourage that. I know. It was just, I wasn't they expecting reprimanded it. reprimanded that. Don't do that. I wasn't expecting it, and it was funny. What did they say? Um, I guess it doesn't it was, matter at all. But uh, it's towards the end of the movie, uh -huh. and they just. Uh, they turn something off. They, they turn off the thing um, at the end of the movie, and. With the. Oh, with the yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they just said, why didn't you just do that? And like, yeah, but yeah. It's, that's also not the movie. Like, this movie is supposed to be stupid. Like, sure. the whole point is to be stupid. And if that's like, they're supposed to come up with an idea that doesn't make any sense, and that's so absolutely idiotic, but funny. Yeah, yeah that that can't be the resolution of that scene. So yeah, so like, I laughed because it was funny of how stupid it, like they were for not doing that. Sure, but also, sure. like, no, that's not what I would have wanted nah. the movie. That's not what I would have wanted in the movie, but it was a funny comment. Yeah. Um, so that's why I laughed. And I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have laughed. But it was just funny to hear it in the I mean, but a logic gap. At that point, a lot like you're so deep into the that's, into yeah. the movie yes. that like a break in real world logic is yeah. what's gonna do it for yeah. you. Yeah. No, on. and they, they were the yeah. couple that were laughing the entire movie. So they were obviously okay. in. Yeah. Fair enough. They fair just enough. I guess that <laughs> That just got them thinking, I yeah. guess. Right on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I don't have too much else here because it's a pretty. I mean, it's it, yeah. There's not a whole lot to say. It's a it's a spoof 
uh, comedy um, about uh, a bunch of lesbians. So, I mean. Sure, sure. It, I like one of the things that I, I, I did think about when I left the movie is that um, I saw that the movie had a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes and that people are like, uh, I think that what, what, people often misinterpret with the Rotten Tomatoes number is like people look at that and they go, oh, everybody thinks that it's a perfect 10 out of 10 movie, which is pro- not the case. It just means 95% of people who reviewed it liked it. Yes. That's yes. it. And I I so, saw like all of these, I did, a, I did a dumb and I went into the comments <laughs> of the article and I saw all these people talking about how, you know, everything's got to be woke now and everybody's mm. just praising it because it's made by, and this is before the movie had even come out. And all these people yeah. are like, oh, well, you have to praise it because it was made by a woman and da, 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 da. And I just can't like, I can't entertain that kind of stupidity because I'm like, or it's just good or people just like it. And I think that haters will say the movie is misandrist, which I think is absurd. I think that, um, uh, and I've read this critique a lot is that people are saying that the movie hates men and it's the same criticisms that people have been leveling at Barbie and uh, which one of you think that, Barbie is misandrist. We did not see the same movie. That movie has so much empathy for men. But anyway, uh, with with Bottoms, I look at this movie as being a reversal of what we've been seeing women deal with in comedies for decades. Like there was a whole trend of comedies in the 80s where the entire gimmick was high school boys just desperate to see girls naked. You know what I mean? And like that's the 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 80s sex comedies and like women were just kind of sideline objects in that movie until like the third act when they realized that they loved one and now they have value again. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like it's that that well, kind of thing. And, and I think this that, movie is the same joke. It's just that yeah, a female's pursuing it. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. the it's it's a similar thing, but but the difference is that I think in this particular case, fellas, we can take this one on the chin <laughs> and accept it in the spirit that it was intended. It's jokes. It's yeah. all jokes. There are men on this crew. There are men that uh, I promise you this movie was greenlit by men. Uh, like <laughs> I just, I almost guarantee it. So it's just, it's a joke. Relax. Yeah. Everything's fine. All is still right with the world. We still have all the money and property. So <laughs> I think we can, we can, you know what I mean? We can, we can deal with being made fun of at the very least. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that's just like... Not to say that I'm pro-men having all the money and property, just to be clear. But, <laughs> no, I think but, you were very clear that's exactly what you want. Oh, yeah. We yeah, can be the butt of the joke as long as we keep the money and the property. As long as we keep the money and property. Then we can take the jokes, but the absolutely. second you take a little property, nope. no more jokes. No, no. Males no. are dominant. <laughs> she finally said it. <laughs> going to cry. Uh, if you don't get that, it's, jo- it's an inside joke. But Anyway. Um, no, I like... Comedy is like... There are always people that are going to be a quote unquote target or the butt of a joke or yes. whatever. That's the point of comedy. If you can't yeah. take, I mean, it, it is very ironic that the side that says, you know, snowflake or you can't take a joke or whatever. And then the second there's a man joke, they, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah go yeah. crazy. It's just, it's taking a hyperbo- hyperbolic version of a man and making mm-hmm. it into a joke. That's exactly what you would do for any other type. When you make a woman <laughs> joke, if you make a yeah, and can s- I say some that sort the, of the fragility that men are showing in like <laughs> this movie existing is proving their point. <laughs> like, like the second that we're criticized, all these men go, 
Yeah. Like, we can't make <laughs> jokes anymore. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's the same, like, anywhere you go, I think it's just a vocal minority. Yes. When, when something gets hit in whatever sect you're talking about, people that are upset are going to be vocal, but most people in that, you know, area are perfectly fine with it. They can take a joke, and I think most totally. people are be, are able to take this joke, yeah. but they're idiots that are still going to make a bunch Definitely. of stupid comments. Just had to put that out there, because yeah. I know I know that any, <laughs> any movie, especially comedy, that is written and or directed by women is going to get the exact same criticism every time, which yeah. is that if a man is the butt of a joke that was not written by a man, then... It's, you know, torches and pitchforks, but I think that we can just take a joke. Yeah. I don't think that Emma Seligman is saying we're all Jeff. I don't think, (laughs) I don't think that's what she's saying at all. Um, and it doesn't even like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can get into that later, but, um, no, I, I totally agree. I, the men in this movie are, or most of the men, uh, the the teenagers, they're supposed to be stupid teenagers. I mean, just. Take it as that. And they're a hyperbolic <laughs> version of it. I, my favorite exchange of the whole movie is um, is actually it's it's Josie and Jeff. And it's when Jeff is blocking the car early on in the movie. And uh, I know we're not explicitly in, in spoiler territory, but this we're, is- We're this getting is, right there, so yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's uh, Jeff is blocking the car uh, and he goes, uh, jo- or uh, yeah, Josie says something to him and he goes, shut up overalls, yeah. you're ugly. And she goes, I may be ugly, but these are not overalls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of these that jokes didn't really land. connect with anything. I just <laughs> yeah, thought of that okay. earlier, and it really made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, on that note, I think we're going to do recommendations real quick, and then yeah. we will do a um, get into spoilers. So, uh, do we recommend watching this movie? And that means in in theaters, streaming, buy it when it comes out, rent it on Redbox if you're 95, you know, whatever. I would say yes. I recommend it. Vote with your dollars. If you want to see more stuff like this, go to the theater. Tell uh, tell Hollywood, tell the studios, tell whoever that this is what you want to see more of. I don't think I do. Maybe you don't have for to like, preface it too much. Yeah, that's okay. I know. I'm just going to say for like a very specific person I would, but in my general... Life, I would not recommend it. You don't recommend okay. it because you hate women. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. Uh. No. I actually do. Yeah. I do recommend it, but I do think it's a very. Sm- it's. A, I think it's much more for a niche audience. Yeah. Um. However, I do very much agree with the Brandon aspect. If you are into comedies, I think you should give it a shot because you very much might like it. Yeah. Um. You might be on the Tristan train where it's it doesn't. Very R though, just for yes, yes. There's blood, guts, people. and cursing, but there is no nudity. I was expecting nudity, but there wasn't. Um. So there's the one, I guess, green. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, if nudity is the one thing you yeah. just can't stand. Well, then. no, there. Uh, I, for some reason, after Oppenheimer, like I'm seeing a huge wave of people being like, we we need to stop having. Nudity in movies. That's because the people that are saying that haven't been to the theater in <laughs> God knows how long, and they decided to Maybe. get out of the house to go see Oppenheimer. Maybe, but I'm just saying, if nudity yeah. is the the thing that won't make it, that sure. it doesn't have that. It just it does, but yeah, it does have a lot of language and some gore um, yeah. that comes out of nowhere. So, yeah. um, but no, I very much do recommend it because I love comedies, and some will land and some won't. Um, but letting comedians do uh, comedy is a good thing. And yes. I don't know if Rachel is necessarily a comedian. She's not a stand-up comedian, but she is obviously a comedic writer 
Yep. And a comedic actress. And she's done great on everything I've seen so far. I don't know why. I, I, there's something holding me back from watching uh, Shiva Baby. Shiva Baby. It's, it's very different from yeah. this movie. But um, the general premise, I think, is in itself really funny. Um, uh, Rachel Sienna plays this college student that comes home for a funeral service and learns that her sugar daddy is friends is a family friend. And so they are forcibly reunited in front of her parents at the funeral service while she is also reunited with her ex-girlfriend from high school at the same time. So situationally it's, funny. Yes. Okay. It's like lots of really smart biting dialogue yeah. it's really really quick it's it's okay. it's great it's been on my it's list great. for years it's a tight 90 minutes we yeah. love a 90 minute comedy <laughs> yeah, yes. it's, yeah and it's just great. for reference this is 92 minutes yes we love <laughs> it and it's on uh it is on hbo max so oh, wait bottoms yeah. No, no. Uh, oh, no, oh, oh, oh. Shiva Baby. Yeah. Okay, I was no. like, I was that like, was uh, quick. Yeah, I Shiva, do know that. Yeah, Shiva Baby is okay. on is on HBO Max. Yeah, it's been on my watch list forever. Just actually haven't gotten down to yeah. watching yeah. it. My watch list is at five hundred some movies, and we'll sure. keep growing yeah. much at a faster rate than it goes down. But if you're if you're like Easton and this is on your watch list, take this as your your sign to to go to watch go it. watch Shiva Baby. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's our recommendations. Uh, we're gonna take a short little break. Um, there probably won't actually be an ad because it doesn't work. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll be back for spoiler part of the review. So if you haven't watched it, go ahead and pause it and come back after you've seen it. Cool. cool. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> after that short little break. <clears throat> and, of course, I have to cough right after I start. Um, so now we're going to spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie and you care um, about a comedy spoiled, <laughs> then go ahead and pause and come back afterwards. Um uh, but if you don't care, then you can keep listening to us talk about a movie you've never seen before. Um, so yeah, let's get into all of the. Uh, I know people do it, so I've got to. Yeah, I've got to yeah. welcome them in because some people are crazy mm-hmm. and listen to spoilers of a movie they've never sure, seen. Sure, sure. I could never, but some do. And we appreciate you listening Trevor all the way through. Trevor yeah, and mom do. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I wasn't gonna name them all, but yeah, go ahead, keep Sorry. naming them all. Go. I, <laughs> I'm all done. <laughs> Um, okay, um, so yeah, we can get into the spoilers, um, get into some details about the movies that movie that we liked or disliked, and uh, yeah, go from there. Um, anyone got something they want to start with? It's been uh, killing their brain. I know you said the the car scene was uh, something that made you cackle. Um, oh cackle. yes, so like, uh, so we were talking about um, the uh, we were talking earlier about like escalation like on a dime Mm -hmm. like things will go from relatively grounded to just completely crazy at the drop of a hat and i think that 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 scene with jeff where he is hit by the car is a perfect example but i think that the scene right after is an even better example which is when they go to class uh, Mm. the next day yes and the bell rings jeff comes in and there's one announcement over the intercom and then the bell rings again yeah and there's this little offhanded comment where pj goes that was it yeah that was all of class like like i uh like little things like that just really worked for me like all of the the uh, parody of high school movie cliches and stuff just like it's not enough that there's a big game coming up it is a 20 year build up (laughs) to a game where someone is murdered every time they play this high school and And spoiler alert an entire team gets murdered nobody cares (laughs) team gets killed (laughs) and uh and 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 there's only 
maybe not even 11 players on each team. Yeah, you see like yeah. you see a bunch of high school children get murdered <laughs> on a football field and at the end of it you're like, "Oh, this is great." You're like, "This is so fun." And uh I yeah. Did anybody clock uh PJ and Hazel that that was going to happen? Yeah. I was pretty sure that was going to happen towards the end, but mm. but yeah. I uh I, I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. So I the whole time I'm like She's a lesbian too. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand why they're. First of all, okay, the character I couldn't stand was PJ. Really? Yeah. No. I literally could oh. not stand her. No, but it, I mean, you're not supposed to like her. For majority of the film, she's supposed to be an asshole. Like, she's supposed to be the asshole dude. Like, comparatively, sure, the sure. asshole dude that just wants some some pussy and is th- doing whatever to get it and like is being a dick in order to get it but like so i i also like don't like her but i find her funny maybe i was one one over by her myriad of wonderful outfits but i like uh <laughs> the did. fits in this movie are exceptional they, by are, the they are the costuming was amazing yeah. um but i my uh annie my wife leaned over to me at one point and she said do we dress like high school lesbians and i said i think so <laughs> but um east did so that to me today <laughs> she right now is still currently dressed up like the braces lesbian in this movie but like uh I actually don't know if she was lesbian i now. thought see i thought pj was like a disarming asshole i thought that she was charming i could not stand her because i was i related a little bit to Josie and yeah. like and she was kind of being a, a dick yeah, to her. Yeah, like bullying her sure. into doing everything. And I was like, quit being her friend. I was like, why are you still friends with her? She's horrible. It yeah. made me not like her. There was at all. I know this like it's a spoof of me, so like it's all, you know, stupid. And but I did find it really funny that the whole premise of this movie is the fact that they're uh, Two, two lesbians that just want to get laid for the first time. Uh-huh. And, like, the general movie is that a bunch of straight guys are trying to get laid. Um, and uh, the first part of the movie I couldn't get over with, like, if you want to get laid so bad, like, you're, you're, oh. you're, you're best friends. Like, you, you could end this at any moment. Yeah. Sure. I but that. I mean, yeah, they're not into each other, though. <laughs> but and they, I, I get that. But they just talked about, like, just getting laid in general like they just sure. really like and if it was dudes in high school if they were gay and they really want to get laid they would just and i think that's guy brain compared to girl maybe brain so. yeah maybe so yeah. um and so i but it I, I had to eventually i got to i think that's like a maybe more of a guy thing because if like if a guy and a girl were best friends and they were both like trying to get laid i think the end goal would be like well like let's just do each other and, and then we can say that we're no longer virgins because the whole thing is sure. like be, like they want to not be cool or it's it uncool is, to be a virgin or a, a virgin lesbian it is interesting the the amount of times now that you're talking about this it is interesting the amount of times in high school movies couples will wind up together purely out of like geographical convenience yeah. like they're just the two people that are both heterosexual and near each other yeah. mm-hmm. or know each other. And then that's a reason enough <laughs> for them to be together. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you're high school and horny, I mean, 
I guess, yeah. <laughs> there is, okay, there's also, so we've been talking a lot about spoof movies, and I think that one area where this, like, differs ever so slightly is that I think in spoof movies primarily, narrative just kind, narrative and character just kind of take a backseat, and, like, whatever happens, happens. This is a movie that, in addition to being absurd and crazy and over-the-top, also has moments of very real, like, intimacy that genuinely like warmed my heart like uh and broke it at one point when pj makes her move on uh the the one cheerleader who i thought you were referring to when you said the character that you couldn't stand i thought that she was okay but um but uh she makes her move during their like little study break and she just like the how gentle she let her down and said that i'm i'm straight this isn't something that i'm interested in i i like i think my hand like went to my heart and i was like oh no like oh pj no like this poor kid yeah Yeah. i really liked her character Brittany. yeah yeah no i i actually really liked Brittany because i just found her really funny like because there were a a couple times early on where i think when she says like i'm just like a copy of her yeah, that was yeah, just yeah. a. I you thought that was a, hard at that. She's like, I have no agency. I go where she goes. Yeah, like yeah. That, that and it, yeah. It, like those are the spoof things. Like that's an obvious yeah. uh, high school trope thing that like the girls all have their group, and there's just one that just follows the other one. Sure. And um, uh, I also found it funny that they were swapped. I think in like a normal. Uh, more normal high school oh. movie. Oh, sure. It would she, be like the statuesque cheerleader. Yeah. Brittany that's would have the, been yeah, the one yeah, that's yeah. like the girl um, because yeah. she's uh, she's tall, skinny, business. beautiful. Sure. She's Her parents are rich. <laughs> yeah. She has her own business. She would be the pop chick. And then gotcha. she says later in a fight club uh, uh, therapy session that mm-hmm. she's also driven and whatever. Yeah. I have a jewelry business. No yeah. one asks me yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I think it's funny that those are swapped. Not yeah. that I I disliked. Um, oh, what's her name? Um, is, is, is Isabella or yeah. Isabella? Yeah, or, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think it was like a obvious choice to have them switch to be a, to be yeah, a joke. Yeah, no, of I a, didn't I think you. about that, but that makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't. I didn't think about that either. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's more of a. I, that's why I said it kind of teeters that line of a spoof in sure. a in a normal comedy because it does like a normal comedy usually has some heartfelt moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To kind of draw the person, it it draws the audience into care about the characters that are making the jokes as well. Sure. Um, and spoof movies. Yeah. They, they don't care about the emotional ties at all. It's just all just an over the top joke. And that's why it kind of teeters that line. Um, but, uh, I still think it leans a little bit more on the spoof side, but they do a, they do a good job of, you know what a good tonal comparison that could not be more thematically different, uh, is stepbrothers. This this like Step Brothers is a movie where the characters are mostly pretty grounded, but there's lots of insane things going on. And then there is this deep, resonant, emotional uh, ending that is Will Ferrell singing an opera solo at a helicopter leasing event in Napa Valley. Like that's our big emotional crescendo, which is just so, absurd and ridiculous. But you think it's more uh, uh, Step Brothers or other guys? Where you legitimately have cops jumping off of buildings and killing themselves and nobody. I think that other guys plays it a little too straight at Mm. times to, to, and both are Adam McKay. Like both are the same, they they are are the same guys. So like it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, apples and oranges, I guess. But, um, but like, uh, but yeah, I think that 
no, I, I feel like I've just been talking so much about movies that this one isn't, but is kind of, <laughs> but is kind of like. Well, and I think this is unique. I was about I, that, to say that too. Yeah, I think that like the reason why we're having a hard time doing a real comp is because it's unique in its way of being spoof level ridiculousness while also having a more uh, linear and and character driven narrative mm-hmm. than a lot of spoof movies do. Yeah. So it's it's kind of in a category of its own, yeah. and and that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the only reason why I I, I put it in in like a not another uh, teen movie is because that has a little bit of that emotional stuff with Chris Evans. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's um, I. How many people were in your guys' theater? Dude, I'm not a lot. I think there were maybe eight. I was about to say eight. I was going to say 10. So yeah, it's probably somewhere around. There was, there was maybe four or five other people in Mm. in our theater, Mm -hmm. which kind of bums me out. Like, uh, I, I want so badly for, I I know that as, as great of word of mouth as this one is getting and as much as, uh, the internet and pop culture at large are really into Rachel Sinat right now. And she's basically hitched her wagon to, uh, Emma Seligman, the the, the director, the, yeah. they're they're a, a total creative partnership. So I know that one success will ultimately lead to success for the other. I certainly hope, but I really don't want this to be another Booksmart where people just like where. Thankfully, that one got such good word of mouth that mm-hmm. you know it's kind of become the kind of gold standard for contemporary high school movies. But I, I really don't want this one to just come and go out of theaters and no. I one feel see like it. Booksmart got a little bit more marketing than this did, though. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that's fair. Yeah. Bottom, uh, this movie didn't really get anything, I don't think I and have it seen. didn't even really get like it didn't even. I don't even know if it really got like an official wide release. It just kind of happened. Yeah, it seems that it, it got picked up. Um, it got picked up by the big chains, by AMC and Regal. But I'm worried that the same thing is going to happen to it that happened to Booksmart, yeah. in that it's going to be in theaters for week, week and a half tops. Yeah. And then, like, I promise you, I mean, I, I don't want to be too cynical, but I promise <laughs> you that if I check the Regal app or the AMC app or whatever next week, it's going to be down to one or two showings. Yeah. Uh, a no, day. I, and that's such a bummer. Like, because yeah. I feel like by the time the word of mouth catches and people are maybe interested in going to see it in the theater, it's going to be almost gone. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. I, I and, hate that for little movies like this. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a problem of marketing and they had their limited release, I think just one week prior to the wide release. Okay. And, and I, cause it, this officially came out last week, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't in our theaters and it was just a limited, and I didn't think it was going to hit our theaters at all. And out of nowhere, it just had a wide release, yeah. which was, and it got posted and was, um, marketed. Hey, wide release is sep- uh, September 1st, sure. I think or maybe October 31st, whatever Sure. that those two days. And, uh, and so that's why I, we switch, I switched up the movies yeah. real quick because I was like, I'd much rather watch this than everybody should go three. talk about bottoms around your phone so that the Google <laughs> know that <laughs> you, you uh, know that you want, want marketing for the movie. Yeah. And it's just the, uh, it's just kind of one of the things that's kind of crappier about the, um, movie industry is that marketing really does matter and it costs a lot of money to market movies. Um, And a a good movie that's marketed well is going to make a lot of movie. A bad movie that's marketed well is still somehow going to make money, but it's not going to do anything crazy. Uh, And then a good movie that's not marketed at all 
it, it will like this will probably still make money, but it won't it won't do anything crazy. Yeah. Um, and not enough people that maybe should watch it will watch it because yeah. I think there there are definitely a lot of people that would like it that want may high, never hear about it. I just want high school kids to find this. I want them to find it in the same way that they did like Booksmart and Eighth Grade and stuff that you know. Like I, I think it's, I I understand why, but I I think that it's crazy that like a fifteen year old uh, queer kid isn't going to be able to go see Bottoms. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think it's cra- I think that's that's silly. I know it's rated R, and I know that theaters have a job to do, and you can't let somebody under seventeen go see something like this. But I think it's nuts that like you know some teenage kid that's got like movie money to spend is going to yeah. have to choose between. I don't know what's out. Blue Beetle and, you know. Barbie still? Yeah, Barbie. <laughs> yeah, but she's already seen Barbie by now. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I I, yeah. the, I don't know. I, I want so badly for stuff like this to be successful because that's kind of the, you know, the <coughs> yeah. argument that people make is that like, oh, well, stuff like that doesn't get made because it doesn't make any money. And, 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 yeah. and we've talked about this before on the podcast, but these movies don't get made as often because people don't buy physical media. Uh, and sure. these movies used to live off of physical media. Yeah. Um, most of the comedies you know from the 70s all the way up into early 2000s, uh, almost all of them made their money in um, retail sales, yeah. not... Uh, comedies not, have, yeah, comedies have never done very well in the theater. Um, but they do really well once they get word of mouth. Six months after they release in theaters... Mm-hmm. They start getting watched at Blockbuster. I'm mean, back in the day, Blockbuster, yeah, yeah, Dylan's, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Most people started the... talking about it, and then they would make a lot of sales because uh, people would buy it because comedies are rewatchable. Yeah, people love rewatching comedies more yeah. than pretty much anything else because they're short. They make you laugh. They're quotable, mm-hmm. all those different they really things. Feel good. Yes, yeah. feel good for the most part, and so people would buy them, and that's how they would make. Most of the Adam McKay, Will Ferrell movies that we've referenced on this podcast did not do well in the theater, with the exception of, I think, uh, Talladega Nights did, like, insane money and, and maybe a couple others that we've referenced. But Anchorman tanked at yeah. the box office and then became... And that's also a really big name. Yes. Yeah. yeah you have Will Ferrell, you and have even Steve Carell. Even have, at yeah. that time, huge name from yeah. SNL. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, the... Uh, so, I guess... I don't know. I, I'm just reiterating what I said before. Vote with your dollars. If this is the kind of thing that you're interested in, I promise you, studios don't care what you're talking about on Letterboxd or social media. They don't care about any of that. They care about where the dollars are. And if you want more stuff like this, then you have to vote with your dollars. And I also think that the reason why we don't get as much stuff like this anymore is because studios feel that they're on rocky ground at the moment so they put their money into safe bets like mm-hmm. uh blockbusters cost insane money now like way more than they even taking inflation into account way more than they ever have historically yeah. and because of that they put all of their eggs in this one basket so that that you know will yield three four billion dollars theoretically and then uh there's nothing left for smaller movies like bottoms which is a a real shame because yeah. if, if well, audiences, I think, get more stuff like this more regularly in the theater, I think these things will start to make more money. Yeah. And I'm, I, we should probably move on pretty soon. But I think it's yeah, a yeah. lot of uh, um, you're putting a, the studios are putting a risk making these smaller movies and there's not a big payout. Yeah. You have a you have a risk of losing money on a small movie in the in the possible payout 
of this risk is a small amount of money. Sure. Whereas if you put the risk in a $300, $400 million movie and you market it crazy, it'll probably, like, you may lose money, but your your reward is much higher. So they're willing to do that higher um, risk to reward. Um, I think I think the craziest part about that though is that if you look at the landscape of blockbusters that came out this year, Indiana Jones Five, Mission Impossible Seven, great as it is, uh, um, what, what else? That was just Fa- bad timing. Fa- uh, Fast X, like all of these big blockbusters that came out this year, lost hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, I don't think and Fast X made money, and so Fast, did Fast X has not turned a profit. It well. I'll, Really? It, it made well, well, it the, made almost eight hundred million dollars worldwide. But it was a four hundred million dollar production almost, mm. all told at the end of the day, and you have to take at marketing. least one point five times that number into account for global marketing, which a movie yeah. like Fast X is definitely gonna do. And it's but that but that's my point, is yeah. that it's crazy yeah, that yeah. that movie cost almost four hundred million dollars. Yeah. And I think that if you know, mid budget movies should come and we will move on in a sec, I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> yeah. mid budget movies definitely need to come back um uh because i think that audiences are hungry for something different and i think that everybody is blaming the uh the absence of big crowds at the theater on uh oh well people just want to watch things streaming people want to watch uh you know uh, stuff on their phones or whatever it is i think that event movies like Barbie and Oppenheimer are proof positive that that is not always the case. And that if you put enough money into marketing something, people will be interested in seeing it. And I think that the model of something like Blumhouse, where they they spend very little on a film, and then whatever they would have spent otherwise budgetarily, they allocate to marketing. And then they just market it like crazy. And then that's how movies that in Blumhouse's case, a lot of which probably aren't very good, still, mm-hmm. you know, yield a profit. And, and some are. Yeah, and yeah, some are and some are great. Of, yeah. Yeah, they've made some a lot are, of good some ones. Some are definitely great. I just think that Jason Blum should like teach a master class or something <laughs> on on how to market small budget movies. Yeah. And I uh anyway, I will I will get off my soapbox because I'm sure that the vast majority of listeners have stopped listening by now. <laughs> but I uh yeah, I believe in movies like Bottoms and I, I want to see them be successful. Yeah. Um so I guess some do we have any closing thoughts on some spoiler stuff for this movie? Um I mean, like I said, it's it's a comedy movie, so there's not really uh, a lot of spoiler very, stuff. Very, I, I created a very dour podcast for a very <laughs> for a very funny and lighthearted movie. Yes, um, but, uh, that's okay. Yeah, um, I uh, I hadn't gotten into specifics because I didn't want to quote unquote spoil anything. Um, I think just how absolutely ridiculous the whole idea of this football team is. Yeah. Um, I think it's what makes it. Uh, it gets you in the tone really fast. That like nothing is really serious in this film. Everything's over the top, and everything's going to be dumb, um, because yeah. the it's not the main character, but it's the main like focus. Everything's yeah. kind of run through this idea of the football team, and the whole football team is just so absolutely ridiculously stupid and not yeah, yeah. real. Like um, uh, from the fact that they wear their uniforms. Uh, twenty four seven in pads, in yes. pads, and everything. <laughs> you know what's funny? That didn't even occur to me until, <laughs> until you mentioned that right That's now. So I was just so like I, yeah. I I had just I had just become so used to that silhouette on them that yeah. it didn't even occur to me that like they're in their pads. And it stuff didn't occur to me until like halfway through the movie. I think the the 
sidekick guy. I don't know his name. Tim. Okay. Yeah. He was like walking away and he was trying to put his backpack on over his pads. <laughs> and I was like, that's not, no, you're not supposed to be wearing that. Yeah. So yeah, just, just that aspect, the fact that their numbers were zero one, zero two, <laughs> zero three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't real. And I mean, maybe it's because I watch a lot of football, but they have, was their, like, they have their first name on the, yeah. on the back of their, <laughs> on the back of their jerseys. Yeah. Um, oh, the cage that was, yeah always, always there yeah for some reason with someone always in it yeah and then of course the fact that he gets touched by a car and yeah. is yeah. immediately injured and he's supposed to be a football player yeah, yeah uh and take violent hits from people but i guess he's never played a game and then he's like walking with his crutches at one point at practice he, uh yeah with the crutches he's like <laughs> yeah. walking like a stilt walker yeah. at one point at practice i was always watching them in the background of the practice oh, so i was funny <laughs> At one point at practice, he's holding two footballs and he spikes them both. Yeah, <laughs> he. Uh, so everyone on the football team is absolutely so stupid. So yeah. like I said, I was watching the practices. Like I was listening to the girls talk, but they always had the guys in the background practicing, and yeah. so I was watching to see how stupid they would make it. Um, and yeah, everybody in everybody sucked at football except for Jeff. They actually did make Jeff good at football. Uh-huh. Uh, in the background, which I thought was really funny. That's that, funny. Yeah. This, like, I feel like this movie is uh, kind of like a Mel Brooks movie in that there's so many jokes that you almost have to see it twice to, to catch all of them. <laughs> um, I, I think... Uh, uh, well, Rod Tristan won't see it twice, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Roger, uh, Roger Ebert said this about Blazing Saddles where he said that uh, you always miss jokes in Mel Brooks movies because there are two laughs. You laugh at the joke and then you laugh at yourself for laughing at it. And in that second laugh, you missed another joke. Yeah. So he said they have they have great rewatch value for, for that reason. But yeah. I think that Bottoms is a great example of that too. I'm definitely going to have to see it again because I missed a lot of bits. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Did you guys have a favorite character? Oh man. I think any one of the girls were just really so fun. The, uh, the girl with the braces who was going to kill her stepdad, I thought was <laughs> hilarious. Tristan. Every, yeah, Tristan, every time she was on screen, she was so, so funny. Um, oh, Hazel, I felt the most for. I thought that I she liked was, her a yeah, lot. I, I, I want, I wanted nothing lot. but great things for Hazel. Yeah. I liked the, um, the girl that the Republican girl, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I thought she was funny. <laughs> yeah, she was They're like, but you're the smartest one here. And she's like, I know I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I will probably have to go with the off pick of, uh, Marshawn Lynch. He yeah. was That's fantastic. Great. He was great. And uh, and just him in that first fight club scene <laughs> yeah. was just gold because I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting him just to sit back and watch them fight each other and have like no problem. Uh huh. Um, and he was like, "This is, I like, can't." Uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also found it really, really funny that uh he had no problem with uh the girl you like. Yeah. Um, I don't have her name pulled up. Beating up PJ. But anytime PJ beat her up, he stepped in. Yeah. Uh, She's like, oh, my back. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, so He's yeah. reading the Divorced and Happy magazine yeah. at one point when they come to pitch him the club. Yeah. The nudie mag. Yeah. 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 Um, and just, yeah, all of that. that I, I thought he was, every line of his was funny, especially when uh, that last scene, not last scene, but 
one of the last scenes where uh, it all gets found out, and they're all like, the wor- the worst thing about these two characters at the fact that they didn't go to juvie. That's the yeah. horrible thing. Yeah. And he's chatting with them and goes off on his divorce and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I... T- <sighs> I th- yeah, he. I, there's a scene, a quote from his going around uh, of people laughing at where uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but he talks about the girls not knowing, like, basically how to please a woman yet. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're like, I don't think you should be telling us these things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you, as a teacher, teacher. it's appropriate for you to tell us. Or did talk to us like this. Yes, yeah. and yeah. the 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 funniest thing I found about that whole scene is everything that they've done before that yeah. is fine. Yeah, yeah. but that yeah. that draw the drew the line for him. But no, yeah, every time he was on screen, he was great. So he's probably my quote unquote favorite character. But I love the whole ensemble yeah. cast. I the, they were fantastic. The, the the main two were great. Um, I liked Brittany and uh, Isabel quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I like they all like it was just a great ensemble cast of, of people, and yeah. they all knew exactly what they were doing. Yes. Um, Isabel and uh, Brittany were both like the most uh, quote unquote realistic, but even they sure. broke the their characters. I I thought Isabel going back to Jeff was a funny little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The, the movie has, if nothing else, complete and total commitment to its tone. Mm-hmm. Like, the movie knows what its goal is, and there's no deviation from that, which I love. It's almost like, uh, I think of movies like this as being almost critic-proof. Like, yeah. how are you going to critique a movie that has ambitions so silly? You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. These are def- it's definitely a movie that's hard to rate. These kind For of sure. comedies are a very difficult rating thing um but we have to do it so <laughs> um are there anything else you guys want to talk about before we we get to the end uh of the, of the episode and, yeah, yeah. and get to ratings um uh if any of you were curious uh the quote or the line that was said when she turned off the um uh pineapple juice to the fields she just shuts off the hose line and then it stops and the person said well why didn't you just do that when they went and murdered everybody instead of yeah. turning Why off the pineapple. Why didn't you pine- do that in the first place yeah. or sooner or something sure. like that? Didn't, yeah. even, didn't even occur to me. Wasn't yeah. where my head was at. Yeah. 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 Um, but anything you guys want to, any last? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, ratings. Brandon, what you got? Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> you guys know I hate ratings. I'll say, <laughs> I, I will give this You'll one learn. like a like a four and a half out of five. Okay. I, I, it's way up there for me. I loved it. Three. Three? Okay. I'm at a four, I think. Yeah, I'm, I was teetering behind a three and a half and a four. Uh, I'm a little harsher on comedies when it comes to ratings. I sure. like them, but I'm harsher <laughs> rating-wise. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, so yeah, uh, well, we got four and a half, three and a four. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we'll be... We will be back next week with, I can't remember what, uh, but we'll have a new episode out next Monday. Um and uh, make sure to go listen to our past episodes, which has uh, Gran Trismo and Austin's on it. If you're into racing at all, he knows it all. So he gave us some real, <clears throat> he, he gave us the real information about the story. Um, so you can learn a little bit about the real story as you watch and possibly cry about the story that you watch on film. So, all right. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye-bye.
Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! Well, what do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken.